Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about Matthew McConaughey, better known as All Right, All Right, All Right, and talk about whether or not he has talent. Now, I'm not saying he should be in the category of the ongoing series, The Emperor Has No Clothes, but yeah, okay, let's just throw him in that series, sure. The Emperor Has No Clothes, Matthew McConaughey is not talented. Now, that, that does not mean that, like in the other episodes I've done with Jennifer Lopez and Rebel Wilson and... Pete Davidson that they don't have a modicum of talent I just feel like they don't have as much talent as their fame would suggest that they have so McConaughey of course is very well known he got his break I mean we, we talk about days and confused as Wooderson he if you've never seen that movie shame on you it's Richard Linkletter it also has a very young Ben Affleck in that movie among a bunch of other People, Mila Jovovich is in that. He's very young and everybody else and it really didn't pan out to be successful. But he is the guy who graduated from high school several years earlier, but he, he still likes to party with the high school kids and he's got the famous line, you know, is what I love. As I get older, the girls all stay the same age. Which, of course, that line in that movie, especially that line, could never be done if we were to redo this movie now 30 years later. Right? It would come off too creepy. He really gets his big break, though, in A Time to Kill, which is the John Gresham movie novel turned into movie where he plays Jake Brigance, the attorney. Also has Sandra Bullock in it, and Ashley Judd's his wife, and Samuel L. Jackson. They deserve to die. He's in that. And that's his big breakout. And he's talked about it when he wrote his book recently on his life, his memoirs that, I mean, his life changed 180 degrees. I find it funny because if you listen to any interviews he did for that book, he talks about how his dad died when having sex with his mom, just died during uh, coitus. Either way, that is the big break for him. And then you see him in the late 90s have this run. He's in Contact, the Jodie Foster movie, which I think is a great movie. I don't, I don't know about the ending, but I think it's a great movie. It does get a lot of kind of shade. He's in Amistad with Hopkins. He's in the Newton Boys, which is kind of that bank robber, young bank robber movie. Uh, he's in later on Ed TV, U571, which is the submarine movie, which I think is an entertaining movie. Then he's in The Wedding Planner, which is the big J-Lo movie. We talked about in the J-Lo thing, in the J-Lo episode. Reign of Fire is the one with the dragons, with uh, Christian Bale. I wonder if Christian Bale looks back at that time and he's like, man, this was a lull in my career. I decided to do this movie. And of course, in the iconic rom-com, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and this is when he becomes the rom-com guy. He does Sahara a few years later, Failure to Launch with the horse face Sarah Jessica Parker, Fool's Gold. Again, that's another one with, with Kate Hudson. He's mixing in two for the money. That's the Pacino gambling one. He does Tropic Thunder cameo. We will only count that. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past is the Jennifer Garner ones, kind of a, a, a spin on Scrooge. And at that point, 
he talked about in his memoirs, or at least in the podcast that I've heard, because he was on every possible podcast you could be on, kind of pimping the, the memoirs, that he just wanted to quit and that he was tired of doing the rom-coms and being typecasted as the rom-com guy, understandably so. And look, I think he was typecasted that way because he plays the same character in every movie he does, but that's neither here nor there. So he was getting these big offers for future rom-coms and he was turning them down. And then we had what, what is typically called the reconnaissance. So he does Lincoln Lawyer in 2011, Bernie in 2011, Mud in 2012, Magic Mike in 2012, Dallas Buyers Club 2013. That's where he wins the Academy Award. He's got a, a small cameo in Wolf of Wall Street, which is a pretty funny scene at the beginning of the movie where he's trying to teach the young DiCaprio about the business. He talks about how he self-gratifies and that gives him uh, some 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 relief and some vision at work. Then he does Interstellar, the Nolan movie in 2014. Free State of Jones, 2016. Gold in 2016, which has a great New Order soundtrack song. And then, you know, from there, I think his career is, yeah. He does The Gentleman in 2019, which I think is a, is a good movie just because it has a great Hugh Jackman, Hugh Grant performance, and Charlie Dunham is good in that, and Jeremy Strong is great in that from Succession fame. And they just think it's a good movie. So he has that. And that's really his last successful movie. That was a few years ago. And so here's my take on McConaughey. Do, do I think McConaughey has no talent? No. I do think that he is one-dimensional. And I think like a lot of leading men, and you could say certainly late 90s, early knots, uh, he was a leading man. And like a lot of leading men, and you could say this about... Robert Redford, Warren Beatty. Nice on the eyes, that's what mattered. <laughs> I mean, May and I have talked about this on the kind of Brad Pitt filmography, Tom Cruise filmography. Are they good actors? She would say that Brad Pitt's a good actor and probably less that Tom Cruise is an actor. I would argue that probably neither of them are good actors, but when you are very handsome, especially in the case of Brad Pitt, but even Cruise is handsome, that it doesn't really matter. You know, Hollywood ultimately is all about making money and making returns on box office investments and movie investments. So it's not like Hollywood really cares if you're a good actor. I think there's a, there's a small niche that would want Academy Award nominations and to brag about how oh we have this many Academy Awards and so forth for a particular movie and all that. But overall, Hollywood is all about the business of making money. So it's not like they are super concerned with, oh, it, it, are, we, are we churning out or are we finding quality thespians from uh, RADA, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, or from Juilliard like uh, Adam Driver? I don't think they care. They really don't care. It's about money. And McConaughey, in his youth, had leading man good looks. Let's take a break really fast. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have the Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. 
We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Now let's get back to the show. So. He was a handsome man. Is he a good actor? And he he plays himself. He plays himself in practically every movie. And the movies that I mentioned, does he does he try an accent? No, because he can't do an accent. Matthew McConaughey, whether it's Interstellar, whether it's A Time to Kill, whether it's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, he's playing Matthew McConaughey. He's playing the same guy. Good looking, charismatic, a little smarmy. Even in Dallas Buyers Club, I mean, there's there's not a lot of range. He loses weight, okay? So he does the opposite of what women do to get the Academy Awards, where they gain weight or they get ugly. He uh, loses the weight. Is he showing a lot of range? No. Magic Mike, he's very unctuous as the owner of the strip joint. Is he showing range? No. So he's almost like J-Lo with J-Lo and Hustlers. Go to that episode. Like, oh my God, he needs a, she needs Academy Award for playing. No, she's playing J-Lo. McConaughey plays McConaughey in every movie. That's not to say he doesn't have talent, but he's a good looking dude and that got him roles and he can hold a screen and ultimately that's what matters in terms of Hollywood. And it's funny because as he's gotten older, his face and his hair, especially his hair, like he used to do those, was it Lincoln? Was it the Lincoln commercials? Where they just doesn't make, they're completely incoherent, like he's just jabbering words that make no sense. Even SNL did a, a skit on it. But his face and his hair have just made him look so unctuous. Like he used to be pretty handsome and he's still, you know, classically handsome, I suppose. But he's definitely uh, looks a little more wiry now and 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 so forth. But look, he's he's McConaughey. He just his his acting is substandard and he just gets by on his charisma. Now, in terms of his personal life. He has dated some some well-known women. He's been married to Camila Alves for quite some time, the Brazilian model. They started dating in 2006, and they have three kids together. But prior to that, he was with Ashley Judd. Time to kill, right? She was with Sandra Bullock. Time to kill as well. And then he was with Penelope Cruz, who, you know, stunning beauty when she was younger. Still looks great for her age now, but one of those who I've always commented is pretty awful in English language movies and pretty good in, in a mode of our movies and Spanish movies. Guys, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to post a poll at the Cinema Rag Facebook group. And there's a link in the episode notes for that. And let me know if you agree or disagree that McConaughey doesn't really have a lot of talent. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to help defray the cost of hosting this on a server, I would appreciate that. Even $5 would mean a lot. 
And lastly, there is a link for all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds over there as well. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.